0: i'll go to cool.com hey
1: everybody it's thursday night and it's time for another kingdom of loathing podcast i mean a podcast of loathing i'm zach i'm riff and i'm kevin how's it going fellas
2: I you almost said that? I'm Jim. Jesus Christ! How
0: did? How oh. would that even happen?
1: Because you couldn't remember. <laughs> he comes next. He comes or... after you.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but you're not the one who says it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just that's just what that's what
2: is said. That's that's what happens <laughs> when we do the other podcast four times as often as this. Is that's just becomes
1: the new normal. you become Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Uh guys it's been an exciting uh, period of time for uh the kingdom of Loathing and for West of Loathing. That's true. Oh yeah, cuz it's uh this is a podcast of Loathing. You've been filling out a lot of paperwork to get Nintendo to allow us to put our game where they want it.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: On the App Store's featured games list of good games for everyone to buy. The yes. eShop. Yeah, that's no. what eShop stands for. <laughs> yeah, I see. Featured list of good games for everyone <laughs> yeah. to buy. e
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, and I demoed uh, West of Woving in Boston at PAX East uh, at the Nintendo booth. And I said, hey, everybody come see us at the Nintendo booth. And then I felt bad about even recommending that because the line-in to get into the booth was like two hours long. Wow. So, so that was sad. Uh but I some people did what they... People were clever. They would come up to the booth and be like, Hey, is Kevin here? Could I say hey? And so then I was able to just come up and say hey uh, to a couple of people who stopped by without having to wait in line, which was very, very smart of them. So kudos to those folks figuring out how to beat the system.
0: How to game the system. Yeah, That's right.
2: Exactly. Uh,
0: yeah, that that was
2: uh, grueling, but... Good. I got a lot of uh, important feedback f- about uh the like the just the UI for mm. the switch build of West of Loathing. It's uh it's remarkable how different it is to do things on a controller-based setup than it is from touch screens or mouse and keyboard. Like, there it was. There's like one there was one major issue with the demo build where nobody could figure out that they had like how to open up the map because we had mapped it to the minus button and the minus button doesn't uh, with our particular art style and Nintendo's assets for it just doesn't look like anything. Oh yeah. Right. It just yeah, really disa- it just dash, disappears yeah. into the frame of yep. the
1: icon. Yeah and so also even when it's pointed out to people they don't understand that it's a button yeah they're not like already familiar with the switch there were a bunch of people who just don't didn't have switches and were (coughs) new to the
2: the whole platform and so i would say hit the minus button and they would hit every other button on the (laughs) controller because those just look like they're symbols printed on the front of the device instead of buttons uh so that was kind of interesting um Yeah, that and just a handful of other little weird interaction issues that we're tweaking. uh, And hopefully it will feel real, real good. I mean, it already feels good to play. We just want it to be as
1: natural as possible. I have a new video game and it feels so good to play it. (laughs) Do you think Group X is racist? Huh. If they were parodying their own race, then no... But I think they're probably just white dudes. But
2: if you parody a Caucasian, and you are
1: Caucasian, does that? I think it's okay. I don't think anybody would say that it was racist for me to make fun of hillbillies. Hmm. But it could be—you could be uh, socialist. The problem with Bubba. I have not been paying any attention to any of this Simpsons controversy. Okay. Don't tell me anything about it. Okay. Hey, you know, Salve Omnis uh, writes in a question. Riff, what does it start with?
0: Oh, geez, it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> uh, am I supposed to do a joke one or actually say what it is?
1: Uh, I think a joke one. I'll I'll say what it is. I can just read it.
0: Uh, uh, it's um, dang, I already did like four score and seven years ago. That was probably like the first one I ever did. Um the the sky the sky over the the sky over the port was the color of television tuned to a dead channel.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's exactly it. No, it's do what thou wilt (laughs) should be the whole of the law. Hi guys, I came back to the game after a break, and it's still lots of fun. So, where is the campground? Is it just me, or is there a lot for every player? And if so, why is there this giant tent city with a million weirdos, one town, and a few scattered villages on the entire continent? And then, do you know how Solvayomnis ends? uh, Ends the question.
0: Um, uh, uh... and that's how a law becomes a bill <laughs> yes that one <laughs> thank you hmm.
1: this is a this is a like a reverse uh conjunction junction what's yep. the name of that show
0: uh, uh... Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> do you,
1: schoolhouse Rock. Oh, so do you want a real answer? Or do you want a joke? Schoolhouse right? What's conjun, Conjunction Junction was like a feature on Schoolhouse Rock? Right? I never yeah. saw Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. Uh, no, Solve Omnis ends the question. Love is the law, love under will. And then, P.S., no riff. It's Absence <laughs> Makes the Heart Grow Fonder and Out of Sight, Out of Mind.
0: Oh, well, dang. Now I can't uh, use those.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a good question, right? Because there's, like, Seaside Town has, like... 12 people that live in it and then yep. a million people live in a giant tent city to just, be, just to the town. east of seaside town. Uh, it is implied that there like when trick or treating is available, it is implied that the there are hundreds towns. and hundreds and hundreds of people living in. Uh, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> seaside town. Uh, the clan hall. I, so I think I originally thought of it as when you didn't, when you weren't in a clan You slept in your campground, and when you were in a clan, you you were probably sleeping in the guild hall. I see. But nothing ever reflected that. Here's a question.
2: Do you think that there are separate individual campsites for each player, or is there one campsite and there's some sort of quantum superposition
1: such that, when you li- when you go into it, it's yours, like yeah. like housing in, in like an, an old MMO.
0: Well, it, right. do we like? Does somebody else's meat made still stop you from stealing meat from them?
1: It does. Hmm.
2: You can you can join other quantum states temporarily,
1: and can you? But only through an act of aggression. Maybe. Yeah, that's what the Hippie you Stone is actually some sort the
0: border of border between worlds.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a
2: portal protector.
1: <laughs> okay. Good. It's good that we finally established what canon is here.
2: <laughs> you have to destroy the portal protector with a cannon.
1: Limey Greg says, how many pairs are there for the Zatara game, and are they spread evenly among the three categories? We've only found a dozen or so matching pairs in the food category, but about five times as much as that in the word pair category. P.S. Semi-forcing players to have to interact to get what they want out of this. I can see why some people don't like it, but I think it's great. Nice one. Well, good. I don't remember. Are there more in... There must be more in some categories than in others. There are. I don't know what your corpus was for it w- it was a mess i mm. th- it was all manual
2: there was no source text it was just a lot of uh research i think there are maybe 100 pairs of foods and then 200 ish pairs of people and 500 ish wow. pairs wow. of words 200 ish pairs of people yeah that's nuts I just, I just did everybody googled couples. I mean, not exactly. So,
1: as they're like, like Brad and Angelina, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's weird. What are you going to update them as? Nope. Jennifer Aniston divorces <laughs> every celebrity in turn. I am not going to go back. I don't even into know if Jennifer Aniston has ever been divorced once. I don't know why I. I don't know why I just characterized Jennifer Aniston as a serial divorcer.
0: It because she broke up with Ross.
1: Yeah, probably. Although, didn't wasn't that because Ross accidentally called her another name?
0: Oh, well, probably. That at sounds their like wedding. That we at their wow. wedding.
1: <laughs> Is that really? Did that really happen? I never yeah. watched
0: enough of it to to be this deep on the Friends lore yeah, the, I mean, of either. the Friendsverse. Yeah,
1: it was. He he got her name wrong in his vows. Wow. Oh, wow. But it might have been with somebody else. It might. I don't remember who he was actually marrying. It might have been that he was talking to the woman that he was marrying and he called her Rachel, even though her name was Beth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they got to the point in the ceremony where they were supposed to punch each other. <laughs> but he had he was like one step ahead of you, preacher. Um, A14 says, any plans on doing something special for item number 10,000? Congrats on approaching such a milestone. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I noticed that we were going to be creeping up on that pretty quick. Maybe it'll be a custom item that only I can have.
2: <laughs> if you made something, if if you, I don't know. Let's say you made that and the next two items keys, and you hid them somewhere inside the kingdom behind some challenges, and they would open mm-hmm.
1: gates. And then after I die, whoever finds those gets to be in charge of <laughs> Kingdom of Loathing. Yep. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So it'll be item number 10,000, item number 20,000, and item number 30,000 will be the three keys. Okay. No, let's say item number 300,000. I'm going to assume that... All right, so we got to 10,000 in 15 years. Right. So if I want to live another 450 years, say, (laughs) then...
0: (laughs) Well, then the best way to ensure that is that... (laughs) Because, I mean, obviously... The the players are going to want to keep you alive long enough for you to implement that last key. Otherwise, right. it's all think, for nothing.
1: Yeah, but so they'll keep giving me their organs and stuff. Yeah.
2: Once you and once you implement the children. last key, then they want to kill you so that they can
1: be in charge.
0: Yeah, but right. at that point, you'll be so old, you'll probably want to die anyway.
1: That's probably true. Or so sad. At all the lives that I've taken, as <laughs> as I harvested the organs of people who just wanted to play a fun video game that was through 395 years old at that point, and probably like, man, imagine working on this game for, imagine every day somebody re- reading a joke that you wrote 400, 400 years, ago. years
0: ago. Would it even be in the same language anymore? It'd be like, yeah, like, know. like the. Are you the,
2: suggesting we would go back and rewrite the entire game?
0: Nah, I'm, I mean, I'm suggesting that like in three hundred years, three or four hundred years <clears throat> is the way we talk now going to sound like to to someone four hundred years from now going to sound like Chaucer does to us.
1: All I know is that when 900 years you reach look as good, you will not. (laughs) Get it? Because he'll be a skeleton because he's just a human with a puny lifespan. Well, no, he'll be a blue ghost, right? He's a blue ghost. Fuck spoilers. Silverclaw says, given the monthly pace of new items of the month and the constant push to create new content, some degree of power creep will always be present in the kingdom. What do you feel a healthy level to push for is? Can you think of any really unhealthy moments? Well, I mean Smith's we have to say Smith'sness. Smith's-ness. Uh yeah. I'm sure we've talked this to death over the last few years, but what do you think actually went wrong there? With Smith'sness?
2: Yeah. I think in my head I was expecting all of the items to be daily items instead of just persistent. So that you had to summon them or the daily them- items weren't
1: a thing I know, right? uh, but I just in my head that's sort of what I was. You you were imagining thinking. that the use of this item of the month in a run would basically be choosing one of them.
2: Yeah, I see. Um, or choosing a couple over the over multiple days. That, but it would be resource intensive to get everything going. But basically. it ended up
1: not being as resource intensive exactly. to max out. Yeah. The yep the craziness. Um, power creep. I think is kind of inevitable but i do think that like i don't necessarily believe that this item of the month for instance makes runs faster next year when the last remaining source last remaining other source of fat loot tokens rotates out of standard then it will kind of fill that slot um, the way the internet did when the game informed dungeon went out um so it's kind of nice to be able to like have stuff rotate out and replace some yeah. of that functionality if we think it's still a good idea to replace that functionality but not be bound to if we uh especially you know, if we don't want to
0: being able to look at the list of things that are about to rotate out is has been super key for me in being able to come up with an idea for a thing.
1: Yeah, because I guess you, you've only recently had to start, like, b- being the mechanical genesis of yeah. of items of the month. So, yeah. Um, it Like, I like the idea of being able to just do, like, a standalone item of the month that's just some content that you go play with and maybe there's one thing that you want in it. I mean, that skill book is also a thing that people will want for Ascension, but, like, that's just kind of a long-term goal and that's fine. And, again, it's, like, replacing something that's rotated out of standard. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was worried that this item of the month was not going to be super well received just because people didn't seem to like the gingerbread village that much. And this is a lot like that. But it's just just different enough to be okay. Yeah, and I wish I understood why. Because like, I don't really see what makes it better. And so I don't know how to interpret it being... Well, let's also give it a week and see... Yeah. What people think a week from now. Yeah. But even like on the day when people would have hated it the most, which is the day when you can't look up how to do anything and you can't possibly have any maps unlocked or anything. Is that the day they hated it the most though? Because it's still they're excited. They're excited to to explore it, I guess. But yeah. like on that first day, like you're mostly fighting bandits and like there aren't that many of them. And I kind of didn't expect, I expected it to be unpopular, but hopefully be kind of a sleeper as the... Cause there's a bunch of shit in there. It's like almost a hundred items. it's weirdly like not as many items as the, as other charters. It, I guess it has a bunch of stuff that isn't
2: exciting, item wise. Like it's got a bunch of items, but they're not. They're, yeah, they're, they're just like, key, like it's just a bunch
1: of keys, keys for a and bunch and of boxes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's like twenty four zones. But that doesn't... It's not, like, 24 zones in the traditional sense right. of, like... It's not eight new zones. Yeah, and there's not, like... There's not, like, item drops. There's no item drops in it. Huh. Like, the monsters never drop anything except rubies and rubies and the... Well, the one... The bandits will drop the loot token, but that went in very late as a, like, nod to Ascension Relevance. Like, as a nod to actually doing it in Run, which was a thing that I was like, you know what? I don't care. Like, it's fine if this is not... A thing that's. Yeah. Anyway, it seems like it seems people like it, and that's cool. A fourteen says there are five white doors in the monorail station. Are each of these going to have their own item of the month? Will they all have realms? I bet they all have realms. I can imagine Lyleco wanting to stay pretty on brand with do, that. Do you think Jim will want to guest design one? Yeah, maybe Jim will. Maybe Jim will make a realm. Realm realms. DFJKSD says, I think you should be able to reuse the custom avatar form. I think you should not. (laughs) What do you mean by reuse? Um, I think this game is very funny, and it entertains me even in the times when I fell sad. Well, thanks, buddy. Um, Volk says, would you be up for the possibility of having the user base contribute content in some way, perhaps in the form of a contest? Especially if you're running out of ideas, community involvement would be something that us players would likely have a lot of gratitude for. We have tried this uh, various times in the past, and it always ends up being way more work to curate user content than it is to just do. Like, we don't have any shortage of ideas, and I don't think that we're ever going to. We have a shortage of like time and motivation to implement stuff. Um, Maybe
0: in 250 or 300 years, (laughs) we'll start running out.
1: I guess. It's I mean that's kind of we'll the have, curse of the game as well as have well that as, much
0: more history to draw. In. Yeah. Well, that's true, I guess.
1: Like we'll be able to start referencing things that we remember firsthand, but they'll be ancient history. <laughs> like we can probably we'll probably be able to move into the nineties after another hundred years. Yeah, have we not we could do nineties realm. Hmm. You go there and you'd get addicted to heroin and wear a lot of flannel. Sure. <laughs> and um O.J. Simpson is on trial for murder. What uh? What happened in the 90s? Oh, Rednecks released uh, Cotton Eye Joe. That's probably the most important the historical right. uh, artifact of the 1990s. Is. Man, I, I, I miss being able to put music in these when we were just doing the Shoutcast show because it was like, hey, let's take a break and listen to Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. In fact... Why don't you just pause the recording, tab on over to uh, Safari on your iPhone or whatever trash browser you use on your fake Android phone. Uh, probably Google Chrome, which is great. Uh, and listen to Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. And just like, you know, just kind of bask in it. am just going to imagine listening to it right now. Ah, this is great. <clears throat> G-Flux says, what is the meaning of life? Don't save the dove, the spoon, and chicken Pepsi. Everyone knows that. I don't know what, what the fuck? fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Like a dove bar? So it seems like the easiest thing to Google out of that set is chicken Pepsi. There's chicken cherry cola. But chicken Pepsi is new. Um, is that just from that Savage Garden song? That's yeah. the only... okay." They weren't referencing something. So there's a lot of recipes for Pepsi chicken. Okay. I see. So Pepsi chicken is just a, like a Frito pie level. Uh, I'm guessing rural American, horrible for you. The dove, the spoon, and, ch- and chicken Pepsi. Pepsi.
2: Yeah. Which is different than Pepsi chicken.
1: Yeah well maybe it's like an italian dish so it's like chicken cacciatore chicken parmesan or is it is
2: it uh pepsi that you feed to your chickens in anticipation of then uh oh you just like them.
1: internally marinate you marinate uh you marinate something by feeding it the thing that you want it marinated in yeah, mm. yeah this is ugh, god it's like It's like foie gras, except you just have to give chickens (laughs) diabetes to... It's still just as cruel. It's just... Yeah, it takes longer. It's just much grosser. So, a chicken running around with its head cut off, imagine that, but, like, just with an extremely high blood caffeine level.
0: Just Pepsi shooting out of the stump? Because you can keep a chicken alive
2: by, like, giving it a droppers of food, right? Isn't, can you? I thought that that was a thing
1: that it can run around without a head for a while. I, yeah, maybe it is. They have an extra brain in their butt, <laughs> like a brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> um, we tried uh, having users make content once, and Riff won, <laughs> and then we hired him. <laughs> and then we tried it again, and we did like a limerick contest, and Mag's yeah, Mister Mag won, and but. He kind of, I mean, he, I don't want to diminish the achievement by saying this, but it was kind of the only entry that was even remotely acceptable. Um,
0: Yeah, it turns out a lot of people don't know what a limerick is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in in a weird way. And also, like, I think it's kind of easy to look at, this game and think I could do that. And like, maybe maybe you can. And like certainly you could do that before you could make Dark Souls four. But like probably you can't actually, you know, (laughs) like it we don't like to talk about being good at anything, but I think that we are We definitely have a skill We are uniquely good at making this game. And uh, yeah, there's just not really there's not really an upside to soliciting user content um, just because of the curation work that ends up being involved. And that time would be better. I mean, unless we just like got some interns to curate work or whatever. But that seems like it's that seems like just us burning a lot of calories to avoid burning fewer calories uh, a no says I'm actually or I'm really enjoying the fantasy realms side in the month it's excellent what else might we be able to expect from the monorail in terms of future items of the month and future normal content um, Chris Moyer is planning on fleshing out the stuff that you can do that's kind of shore style in the on the downtown train will I see you tonight on it there might be a boardwalk train really sure why not all right what are some other realms cyber realm.
2: Mm. Should we really do the cyber realms?
1: Wait, why wouldn't we? I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to see people cybering. Mm. Yeah. Too, too bad. You, you don't <laughs> hang out in that channel that transcribes all the private chat channels of people cybering. Um, you can have access if you want. Nope. Uh,
2: there's what, there's future realms. There's, Oh, uh, wild west realms
0: w- wor- wor- Word,
1: word <laughs> <laughs> oh too soon riff <laughs> Cavsy says was the monorail station always intended to be an elaborate way to introduce another hub area like the airport yeah uh-huh that was our plan all along um it was it was not uh we were th- this is how good we are at our jobs we were talking about like hmm how are we going to wrap up this monorail thing on the same conference calls we were like mm, what we really need is another like transit hub of some kind that's like an airport but what are we going to do with this monorail thing that we don't know how that's going to end five conference calls later somebody yeah yeah it came to it came to riff in a dream <laughs> oh i should tell i should have told this story on video games hot dog but i will just tell it oh, on yeah. uh on uh, on this podcast i had a dream that we we needed a lawyer for some reason and kevin was researching law firms for us <laughs> and he he became obsessed with this discovery he had made that like dozens of different law firms all had an employee on the books named phil defibrio oh, yeah. but you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> call him or Like get anyone to acknowledge that he worked there, but he just was like showed up in all of the in all of the like directories of employees. And we all sort of pitched in to help him solve the conspiracy because he became obsessed with it. And we eventually learned that there was a popular brand of like emergency heart defibrillator machines that had to be connected to a phone line for some reason in order to work like a security gate. And the technicians who installed those things, by default, set up a phone extension for an employee named Phil DeFibrio.
0: <laughs> for... It...
1: <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I, like, every once in a while... You have a dream that's so real, you don't know so what's going on. so coherent. yeah. That yeah it's yeah. like... You know what I mean? Like it, like because Cause that's, that's the thing that would totally happen. I would totally be like, you, you would discover this and then become obsessed with it. And yeah,
0: yeah, and the, and the the answer to the mystery makes weirdly so much sense. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like okay, I could buy that.
2: <laughs> Phil DeFibrio.
1: Cloud Strife says, Hi, this is Cloud Strife. I want to thank you all for this D&D-esque item of the month. It's limited, but really nice and fun. My actual question is, heart and ear temperature. Does it do anything at all? I'm up to 500 in both and not noticing a thing. I don't remember where that's from.
0: I don't, I don't have any idea.
1: Is, I mean, you. it's like, when, like the saucerer soul sauce thing, right? Like you get hot ear and <laughs> hot heart I don't remember um <laughs> hmm yeah sorry buddy I don't know uh Yankee says that a few years have gone by any chance of making the speakeasy and hot dog stand unlocks a little easier to obtain also I really like the new item of the month thanks for the hard work so many so many people liking this thing that's it's great I'm, I'm really happy um it was a lot of work. Yep. It way more than I thought it was going to be, and then I got real sick and had to put everything off a week.
0: I Chris was, is doing I w- the next... I was wondering if you gave me, like, 80 monsters worth of descriptions to write as payback for making you draw 50 familiars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah in fact I was like you know what like I want to make Riff write a lot of monsters but I don't actually (laughs) want to make all these monsters so what if you just write each of these monsters five times (laughs) just because the entirety of the content was a fairly limited number of monsters um, yeah but no no Riff I'm never I'm never going to assign you work as payback
0: (laughs) he pays it forward (laughs)
1: uh Hugs Lut writes, suppose that's less of a question for the show and more of a question for the devs. well, hmm uh whatever <laughs> the, okay, but could we please have potion sorting like we do for equipment sorting? That would be awesome thank you i I think at this point that there is not actually anything in the way of that. a technical hurdle, yeah, there are
2: definitely a bunch of potions that don't have uh rpn
1: are are effects there? yeah they just have
2: like a blue like they just do something they just like they give you an yeah, effect that...
1: but uh but not that do things that would be in that drop down right? right everything that's in that drop down is pretty codified the the only problem actually i think There's is some that, that weird drop down rpn flag based stuff yeah but it's all stuff that should be knowable
2: oh i see it right should, like it should actually evaluate to something yeah yeah
1: because you're like you're only ever looking at it in your own inventory and so and, and with a, at
2: a specific time
1: yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so all it needs to do is actually interpret all those and then put it into whatever kind of sortable list thing chris is doing for that other thing yeah that 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 really ought to be that ought to be okay Tencent says this fantasy role might have been the most exciting but the prospect of all those doors at lyle's monorail stations even more exciting keep up the great work folks that's uh. right
0: anticipation
2: wow so all we need to do is just draw a freaking building with a bunch of locked doors on it, and that's all you wanted this whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. When uh and Soul right. says, "When will the mysterious insert color hair boxes be openable?" End of February, like I said, <laughs> Joy says, "When can we open the mysterious color box? end of February? Smitey says, "So how late in February does it have to be before we can open the mysterious box?" And I didn't say what year: uh, Yeah, that's
2: anyway that, that does it does sort of pull the famous uh jick
1: trick, which is just never put a year never put anything. a year on any date, yeah, I don't know why that bothers you so much,
2: <laughs> because after a year, I don't know when things happened or what order or anything. everything is confusing it's just yeah. a, it's just a mess,
1: yeah, I guess
2: that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh um. The original, the original purpose, the original plan for those boxes uh, didn't turn out to be necessary, like, yeah, they were, they were a contingency.
1: They were meant to fill in a gap that we thought we were going to have. And, and that gap didn't materialize. And so yeah. now there's not na- now it's just like, ah, uh, here's a blank page. Come up with something. Yep. Uh, you had an idea that I like that. I think we should probably just do. Oh, okay. Um, Jeff, Jeff. Ah, oh, what a good name. Imagine if your first name was Jeff and your last name was Jeff.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Can you... If you have a kid, can you, you just decide add. what their last name is? No, I thought you were
2: just going to add another name. So just be Jeff, Jeff, Jeff.
1: Well, no. The, I, if I have a kid, I'll name him Jeff, Jeff. And then if he has a kid, he'll name that kid Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. But you don't want I'm to... I'm just going to legally change list. my name to just Jeff. It's like share Or
2: Sting. Jeff the first. Jeff... Or Jeff, Lord Jeff Jeff the second. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff
1: the third. Oh. Hmm. So, like, like a polynomial, like, yeah. Jeff, Jeff plus Jeff times Jeff plus Jeff. <laughs> Commute, yeah, commutative property of Jeff. Foil Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff to the Jeff. He's the rapper in the family. Right, yeah. Uh, anyway, Jeff Jeff writes, what is your inspiration for this item of the month? I guess just... Fantasy realm. I guess just Westworld. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh but like a but like a knockoff cheap Westworld.
0: Yeah. It was it was fun it was fun that that it being like a bad knockoff was part of the theme that made a lot of that more interesting to write. Cuz I had like the, yeah. the problem of like okay, here's a thing that does cryptkeeper jokes and then I was like, okay, but I can't just do regular-ass Crip Keeper jokes. They need to be fundamentally broken crypt Keeper jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's a much more interesting exercise.
1: Uh, Yeah, and also it made it kind of easier, <laughs> right? Because, hey, the theme of this is half-ass phoned-in bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we <Yep>. can
2: <laughs>
1: really kind of... Uh... <clears throat> Mathematical says, I'm loving the unfolding discovery aspect of Fantasyland. Great item of the month. Yeah, like, I do think that I managed to add a bunch of sprawl there via f- fairly simple channels. And because I was looking at it and I was like, man, there is more going on in Gingerbread City than there, was, than there is in Fantasy Realm. But for some reason, it just doesn't feel like that. Hmm. And I'm not really sure. Weird. Why?
2: This one is it, I think it's a little more clear that you're progressing towards something, whereas in Gingerbread City, you don't necessarily know that there's a bunch of hidden stuff. Yeah, I guess that's
1: true. Like every part of Gingerbread City is kind of visible, right? The only thing that you're unlocking is new, like little bits of narrative and maybe like a monster yeah. here and there. But yeah, whereas with this, it really, it really does feel like you're exploring a space hmm. in a way that KOL very rarely does. Um, do you
2: envision that this will be a similar model for the future oh I don't know realms or will each realm
1: be different I think probably each realm will be different it, there's because there's this isn't real having done this once doesn't really make it any less work to do it this way again is and this, it was a lot of work and there was the a al- hot one. Oh, one oh huh. uh, <laughs> you know no they're not they're not going to be elemental
2: yeah you know, <laughs> Which means that we're not constrained to a certain number of them.
1: Yeah. Other than the, the number of doors. I think when we started, when I when I pitched it as a new charter type, we were thinking, yeah, we could probably do five or six like this. Okay. But maybe we'll run out of gas. I don't know.
2: The monorail doesn't run out of gas. Oh, right.
1: <laughs> I went to this sushi restaurant uh, where you order your food on a very inconveniently placed iPad and then a little monorail model train car tray brings it to your table. Nice. And you never have to talk to anybody except when someone has to bring your check to your table so that you can then take it to the counter and pay it. Oh. I think they hadn't really nailed down the whole... And I think maybe you have to, if you're ordering... Booze? Maybe they have to have somebody come and verify your yeah. age. Um, but the booze comes on the monorail. I don't know. I didn't get any booze. Jesus! I know. <laughs> What's even wrong with me? We were uh, we were about to do a room escape, and I wanted to have <sighs> all of my wits about me. We crushed that room escape. Yeah, we really we've ruined it. <laughs> we, <laughs> Between our thumb and our forefinger, we just uh, ground it into dust. That was a big like I had never been in a room escape team because it was it was us and some other people that we didn't really know that were big time puzzle people and I had never been on a room escape team where there were basically like six kevin's
2: <laughs>
1: um there and i and I think it's weird like when i when i do room escapes with normal people they feel about me the way that i feel about kevin in typical like i think that i'm pretty good at doing escape room stuff but kevin is just sort of faster and more intense than me and the like this was just a team full of that, and it was weird. I feel like I missed almost everything that happened too, in the no. room I think everybody did, and we completed it in we we like just crushed the previous time record,
2: yeah, we were like the thirtieth or fortieth team to do it. There were i think fifteen teams that had gotten out, and the the time the best time before we went in there was forty four minutes, and we finished it in thirty four
0: Dang! Nice. So, yeah. Were the were the people we, running it all like shocked? The guy was. The guy
1: was pretty stoked. He was like, "It was really fun watching you do that." He he was like talking about how he's like, "All right, so we start giving hints for this first phase when other teams reach thirty minutes, which is what normally happens." You, were you guys finished nine. it in nine <laughs> minutes. Like, hmm, okay. But it was, like, that was the most parallelizable part of it because mm-hmm. it was, like, a bunch of actual individual puzzles that yielded a word. It's by the Japanese company Scrap, so it it was like that. It Like, their puzzles tend to be solve all these individual paper puzzles that yield a word, and then that gives you the word that you need to finish, the, like, meta puzzle that's this phase mm. of it. It's, like, one of those, and then some scavenger hunt-style using some machines and stuff and then some bullshit intuitive leap that you have to make at the end.
0: It had had
1: all the parts. (laughs) I did. Cookie God says, why does two plus two equals four? I don't know. Do you think that mathematics is discovered or invented? I don't know that uh,
2: that that answers that question, though. Because... If it is discovered, then it still doesn't answer why that's true. And if it's invented, that also doesn't answer.
1: Well, it tells us why. I mean, it's because we said so. If if math is invented, then two plus two is four because we said so. You think?
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay.
1: <laughs> Ask your mother. Um, Ganamex says, Dear Chicken Company, what color skin does the PokéFam stupor have? Uh,
2: this one's mm, on you, Riff, right?
0: Yeah, uh. Mm,
1: drunk blue?
0: Yeah, I can't really imagine a whooper variant being anything other than whooper blue still. I think he's pretty much just a whooper except drunk.
2: <laughs> so blue Curacao. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The alcoholic that only drinks blue curacao. Oh <laughs> God! I don't know that just, I've ever actually had just blue curacao. Is it rum? It's like triple sec. I think it's. I think it's like, It would just be like drinking triple sec. That doesn't it sound just like, like a fun. gross, like like Kool Aid vermouth.
2: <laughs> Question: mm-hmm. uh, While I was in Boston, there was a stand selling. Kool Aid pickles?
1: What the f is up with that? Is that a... are they just cucumbers soaked in Kool Aid until I they...
0: don't know? Are they? Yeah, that seems yeah. pretty terrible. Is it just like regular pickles, except they also mixed mixed Kool Aid into the pickle juice into the brine? I don't know.
2: I can't imagine that vinegar plus cherry equals something that you'd want to eat. Maybe, right. Well,
0: maybe they're like sweet pickles, though. So if they're oh, not all wow. vinegar, okay.
2: Yeah, so it's bread and butter pickles, but instead of yeah bread or that butter, that still sounds just pretty weird. Kool Aid. Maybe it's delicious. Maybe yeah, I'm it, maybe I'm it, just yeah, like yeah, writing sure. it off because my 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 gross sensors were tripped, but it's <laughs> I just didn't. I'm not giving it a chance. I should have just bought one. I should. I don't know what. Why do not like it was four dollars, oh, yeah, and here true. I am just like well, bothered it's, it's, by it it's instead that of knowing. Thing
0: like like you know, is is the mystery more valuable to you than the answer would have been?
1: <laughs> I would say yeah. This was more f- this was more fun listening to you be exasperated be- about it than it. <laughs> than like you say. Oh yeah, I bought a four dollar pickle and it kind of sucked. <laughs> you know, like because it's not like it was going to be like an incredible story if you. Figured it out, right? I mean, Maybe remember I, when we I were like, oh, we got to try deep fried Coke because what the fuck is that? And like, oh, it's just gross. It's just it like, really it's just like slimy. It's like funnel cake with Coke syrup on it. Kind yeah. of. Deep fried beer was really bad. That was like a
2: little,
0: uh, Everything at the fair that with- isn't
1: popcorn, peanuts, or corn dogs is bad.
0: Cotton candy is good. And If only peanuts had...
1: Okay, pretzels corn are good. in the title. I. Yeah, right.
2: Popcorn, corn dog. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Corn pretzels. Dog pops.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: hmm. uh, uh. Uh. Cotton candy is not good, Riff. I, <laughs> oh. you...
0: <laughs> it took you a while to remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. <laughs> candy corn.
1: Okay, can- can- is is candy good? Corn, can- corn, corn dog, bad. dog piss,
0: <laughs> candy piss,
1: well piss, piss candy, piss drunk, drunk candy, drunk hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, uh, how about we, uh, how about we put a lid on the, <laughs> how about we put a lid on this episode and stick it in the old slammer, how about we relegate this episode to the old hoosgow? how about we, uh, we, we. Put this episode away for 10 to life in the metal clink. <laughs> oh, okay. The metal clink was one of Wesley Willis's synonyms for jail that is just so evocative.
0: <laughs> it makes me think of a robot version <clears throat> of Colonel Clink. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what it's evocative of. What did you, what did you think I meant?
0: Uh, me. That I guess.
1: <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for recording this episode of the podcast of loathing with me and listeners. Thanks for sending in your questions, and we'll hit you up again in like a month. You can send them in throughout the you month. You can send them in whenever. Yeah, we will also we'll be talking about uh, CD Moyer's promise to be on time. Item of the month, and he's doing two in a row because we're uh, we're trying to fuck our schedule up. <laughs> Yay! In a good way. Yeah, yeah. So that because for a while, for the last couple years, for the last three years, it's been like every halloween item was the same person and every christmas item was the same person and every valentine's day item was kevin uh and those are the only ones that i remember do i do the christmas ones you do christmas okay. i do i did halloween and uh okay. valentine's Day. so we're just uh chris is taking a bullet and doing two items of the month in a row to uh use the schedule off
2: yeah and we also determined that uh that zach will have to do the same in 2024 <laughs>
1: Is that true though? I think it's 2021.
2: No, it's 2020. I'm doing it. 2022, Riff will do it. And then 2024, you'll do it. No, 2018, Chris is doing it. Yeah, 2020. We're not going to, no, because like doing it every
1: year means that. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So that I'll be well on my way to my 450 year (laughs) discipline anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Good night, listeners. Have a, pleasant stay Stay. yeah stay (laughs) bye (laughs) have a great week everybody month yeah month have a great week month